everyone, this is Leslie Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have a special guest, Carrie Reedy. Carrie is a coach with Lipedema Simplify and has a bachelor's degree in nutritional medicine. She has furthered her education through the Functional Nutrition Alliance, becoming a certified functional nutrition and lifestyle practitioner. She is also a certified keto coach. Today, Carrie is going to be sharing information about genetic testing and what this can tell us about how we handle things like inflammation, how we respond to things like leptin. It's really wide open topic, but Carrie, you have some great information about this, right? Oh, I love talking about genetics. <laughs> I think it's such an important piece of our health and our uniqueness that we probably have really only had access to this information over the last, you know, five, 10 years. And, you know, in the past, we would really have to think about our genetics in terms of, you know, what diseases run in our family. But now that we're able to access genetic information, we can really learn so much more about ourselves. And whilst I talk about genetics in terms of that they're only a piece of the puzzle, you know, we have this whole library of genes. In fact, you know, researchers tell us that we have between 22,000 and 25,000 different genes. It's our genetics, of course, that makes us unique and not exactly the same as the person next to us, of course, unless we're a twin. <laughs> but I tend to think of our genes as being like the instruction book, the code that tells our body what we need to be doing and how we're going to be going about doing it. And it's really interesting these days, Leslyn, people can very easily run something like a 23andMe or an Ancestry.com you know, gene test. And they only cost like all of like $100 or something like that. There's some information that we get from those. It tells us a little bit, of course, about our ancestry. It tells us, are we predisposed to having curly hair? Are we predisposed to having blue eyes? You know, whatever that information may be. It's fun. It's interesting. But that's not really the sort of genetic testing that I'm necessarily talking about today. I use an Australian company called FitGenes. They offer genetic testing where they don't look at the whole genome. They do certainly use the information that comes from either 23andMe or Ancestry tests, or people can, you know, do their own swab with fit genes to get their genetics analyzed. But they've really refined this process and they, in their health and wellness reports, only look at like 64 different genes. And you might think, well, if we have 22,000 genes, what's the good of looking at 64? But what we understand about genetics is we have some that sort of override others, if you like, that certainly make more of an impact on our health and well-being. And in terms of the clients that I work with, and especially those with lipedema, I think it can be a really good adjunct to any other health and lifestyle um, choices that we're making, you know, a ketogenic diet, a low-carb diet, you know, whatever we may be doing in terms of our food choices. I think understanding a little bit about more like our own body's instruction manual or our blueprint can really be a next step in terms of, okay, I've got the diet under control. What do I do next? What I really love about a FitGenes report is that it breaks down our genetics into various different components. And the first component that the report looks at is inflammation. How well does our body manage inflammation that we might be making? It also gives us some really key insights into how likely are we to make more inflammation from the same input as the next person. And I think we could both agree, Leslie, that inflammation 
plays a huge role in lipedema and its associated conditions. Would you agree that that's from your understanding that inflammation is kind of almost number one? Yeah, and we quite often will do blood marker tests to see what a woman's level of inflammation is. But getting this genetic information about how each person responds to inflammation, how their body handles it, it would be excellent information. Yeah, absolutely. And I do see it as being more of like an advanced thing rather than what you would do to start. And the way that I work with clients is I talk to them and say, well, let's test out how a ketogenic diet works for a start. Let's do it in real time. Let's test that out. But down the track, we might think, okay, so we've got it. We've got a certain amount of benefit. How do we tweak this? How do we personalize this to me as an individual specifically? And what's interesting about understanding our genetics is it'll tell us whether innately we're more of a overproducer of inflammation, whether we underhandle it, which means that we don't break those inflammatory cytokine messages down as well as the next person. It goes on once it's talked about inflammation, it'll tell us how well we produce antioxidants internally in our body, what our capacity is there. It also will look at our detoxification capacity because again, you know, we can maybe have great inflammation genetics, but we don't detoxify very well. So we end up with more toxins floating around in our system than the next person. And that will then trigger inflammation in and of itself, you know, regardless of the genetics. So we need to kind of consider all of these areas. We want to understand how well our body not only detoxes in the early stages, our liver actually does two particular types of detoxifying. So we want to understand how well it detoxifies in the first part of that process and then how well it detoxifies in the second, because some people are great at the first but they get a bottleneck at the second portion of our liver detoxifying processes. And if this is happening, we can end up with excess estrogen floating around in our body because that needs to be detoxified through this liver process. And so this is where we can start to see whether we're more likely to be impacted by hormones and especially estrogen at those times of estrogen flux in our lives than potentially the next person. So again, It's not measuring in real time like a blood test would. Like you've said, you know, we would be testing some of those things like C-reactive protein and other inflammatory markers. That gives us a real time way of understanding what our body's doing in terms of inflammation. But a genetic test would give us more of an understanding of what the underlying predisposition is. So you kind of use both of those things hand in hand. And then we, you know, in the genetic tests that I use, and let me just say there are lots of different genetic tests out there in the marketplace these days. And a lot of them will come back to you with great data, but it doesn't necessarily tell you what to do or how to manage it. And I'm really a big believer in there's no point doing a test that costs dollars if it doesn't then tell you what are you going to do about it. So in terms of the other, and I'll really quickly just let you know what other areas that these tests look at. They look at how well we metabolize vitamin D, what our reception to vitamin D is going to be like. It looks at methylation. Methylation is one of those words that's sort of bandied around a lot in terms of our genetic understanding. And there was a time when we thought it was all about methylation, but now we're coming to see that we are really holistic beings and methylation is just one part of that. But what I find really fascinating, and especially in terms of lipedema, 
One, of course, the inflammation, and we've already talked, Leslin, about how inflammation plays a role in lipedema. But this particular test that I do looks at APAP metabolism genes and it will give us more of an insight into are we more predisposed to absorbing fat than the next person? Are we more predisposed to storing that fat rather than processing it and, and moving it on from the body? It looks at things like our leptin genes and that helps us understand where our fat appetite may be and our food appetite may be. And then it also gives us some insight into our fat burning capacity. And I think this can also be really interesting in terms of understanding ourselves, understanding potentially why we have some of the signs and symptoms and challenges that we do. But the great thing about using a report like the one that I do is it goes on and it tells you really what are the best ways for you to eat. And I think what's really been interesting to me is as I've moved clients into a ketogenic way of eating, some of them respond incredibly well. Like it just seems like this is what their body has been waiting for all of their lives. And for others, you know, they're certainly getting the early benefits from the ketones, reducing the inflammation, but maybe they're not progressing quite at the same rate as others in terms of changes in their body composition. And, you know, I've done this test with ladies and we've looked at their genetics and it's like, ah, okay. So maybe you don't need to be eating a super high fat as some others that may need to on a ketogenic diet. Let's really focus on the types of fats. So rather than the saturated fats, let's go to the other fats. Maybe you've got more of a predisposition to olive oil and those other sorts of fats rather than the saturated fat that may be coming from cheese and cream and meat, for instance. Exactly. It's a fantastic tool to use to help to tweak your plan for uh, making a lifestyle change and optimizing your life. And the things that you mentioned, Carrie, are all very applicable to women with lipedema Mm. who are known to be predisposed to have low vitamin D, may have difficulties with leptin and fat storage and fat burning, and definitely have uh, high inflammation in many cases. So If you're interested in doing this kind of genetic testing, but you need someone to help guide you to make sure you get the right genetic testing and to help you interpret the results, Carrie may be the right coach for you. And so look in our show notes, there'll be a link for how to contact Carrie and use her knowledge and expertise in this type of thing and through our Lipedema Simplified Coaching Collaborative. And I'd just really like to thank you for talking about that today. Carrie is wonderful. Oh, it's my pleasure. Like I said, I get very geeky talking about genetic testing because I think it just gives us this additional level of understanding about our body. And one of the things that I do know from working with many ladies with lipedema is that there's a degree of almost self-blame, you know, that they're like, oh, you know, what have I done that's created this problem? But I think we really can change that dialogue when we start to understand this is just the genes that I've been given so be it. What do I do now? What can I do to, you know, and help improve the expression of these genes so they don't cause me so many troubles? And I think it moves the self-conversation that may happen of blaming to more of a level of understanding and thinking, hmm, this, I understand where this is coming from. And it also, I think it helps with motivation to keep going with the lifestyle that you're trying to adapt to. It just gives you that extra level of insight and understanding into yourself. Yeah. So check out the link and you can schedule a free discovery session with Carrie to learn more about how she can help you. And I'd like to give a big thank you to all of our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, 
tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement just to let you know our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplify.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.